Hey, welcome to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Pebblebrook Cottage Candles. These are my absolute favorite candles in the whole world, and I couldn't be more happy to do an ad for these guys. Ernie comes to my shop and sells me candles all the time, and he started a website, and the website is pebblebrookcottage.com. If you go to his website and you order some candles, use the promo code HIGHNOTE15 to get 15% off your entire order. So basically, these candles, the reason I like them, they smell better. That's the biggest thing. They smell better than any candle I've ever seen. They smell great, and they have every type of scent you can imagine. It's not just a bunch of like tropical fruity flavors. They, they have a variety. Um, you can go kind of pick and choose different scents for how your mood is or whatever, but also, they don't contain, contain all the carcinogens of most of the other candle companies. Uh, they're all natural soy, so they're not going to leave soot on your wall. And I love the fact that I know where my money's going. It's going to Ernie and his wife. It's not going to some big corporation. And I'm getting a better product. And it just feels great to buy them. I, I absolutely love this guy. And I think you should check out their candles. Um, his wife is wonderful at making candles. He's great at selling them. Uh, anyway, again, that is pebblebrookcottage.com. Use the promo code HIGHNOTE15 for 15% off your entire order. And enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome to the show. My name is Andrew. I'm very professional today. My, my guest today is the wonderful, lovely Tyler Treat. You might know him as John if you worked with him because he's fucking weird and he uses two names. Anyway, Tyler, uh, let, me hear, let me make sure that mic's working. It's working. Oh, it's working. You're yeah. shy now. You've never been no, shy. You're always been shy. You're like, oh, it's, it's, it's working. Okay, for real, um, there's nothing else happening in the whole world but coronavirus, so we're just going to talk about coronavirus all day. Uh, today, I got my uh, my whatever check, stimulus check. They stimulated me. I didn't. Ah, dude, I love getting stimulated by the president, man. It's cool. I Like, later on, I can fucking claim some kind of file and get paid. Um no, for real though, when right now it's the 15th, so in about two weeks, theoretically, I might be back at work. They said Hopefully. we can't work until the 30th, and then they said after the 30th, like on the 30th, they'll let us know. Like the, the wording I got was, you're not allowed to tattoo, period, until the 30th, unless we tell you something otherwise, and they haven't told us shit. And my theory is they're saying until the 30th for sure, and then we'll let you know sometime between now and then when you get to go back. So I'm hoping they tell me on like the 25th, hey, you know what? Get ready. In five days, you go back. If they don't, I mean, I was joking. I was talking to Anna about it just now, like our booking situation. And I was like, I can just break the law. And she was like, you fucking ruin your career? Yeah, bitch. I don't care. What are you going to do? I used to tattoo illegally. I'll still tattoo. I'll fucking go to Elgin, sell some gift cards, open a shop, get drunk as fuck, do whatever you got to do. But no, for real, um, if... If people come back into it, okay, if I got my check today and you get your check in the next couple weeks and and everybody's getting a check around now and they figured out their financial situation by now because it's been long enough, do you think it's going to be like a crazy double tax season kind of thing when we go back, like straight chaos? Or do you think people are going to be scared to be around people and scared to spend money and all that? I still think they're going to be scared to be around people for a while. Do you think coronavirus is real? <laughs> Not really. I mean, I think it's real, but it's there. Like, but yeah. I think it's all chopped up more than what it actually is. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Um, but for real, I'm like, I'm trying to come up with ways to to get back in and have fun and do it normal and and get people comfortable with getting tattoos. 
And I think I can also take advantage of this with the whole, like, I usually tell people only bring one guest. Now I can make it like a, hey, uh, very strict, only bring one guest. Not please only bring one guest. Like, I'm not going to tattoo you if you bring your four friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we could also, like, downsize the hours a little bit to where both shops are appointment only except on Saturday. And then on Saturday we're all here or something if we need to. Like, whatever we got to do to get it where people are comfortable and we can ease back into things. And I'm saying temporarily. I'm not saying permanently. Like, yeah. I want people to be able to walk in on a Tuesday. But do you have any recommendations for how to uh, how to get people's stimulus checks to turn into tattoos? <laughs> or am I fucked up for thinking about it? I'm like, dude, these guys aren't using them for... Like, I mean, I can see <clears throat> some people using them as tattoos. Well, I mean, I have a lot of clients that are on salary that exactly. are working from home. Um, and they're getting paid the same. Or they... They temporarily got sent home until further notice, but still getting a check. Mm-hmm. My brother's still working. Uh, most people at Goodyear are probably going to get their unemployment checks about right now, which is fucking hilarious, too. It's like, <laughs> like, oh, it's almost over. Let's give everybody unemployment checks and all the... And exactly. everybody's... I mean, I understand they can't just send a check out in 10 minutes, but uh, the stimulus check, everybody's been complaining that it's only $1,200. And I'm like, hey... It, they had to it could only be zero dollars. Exactly. <laughs> they could have given you twelve dollars, and like, and I will say, if they gave me twelve dollars, I'd be like, "What the fuck was the point of that? Like, yeah. you just made a bank transaction for twelve dollars. You probably paid people more than twelve dollars to fucking figure out, like twelve dollars per person. They probably would have spent more money. Yeah. Like, it probably cost them twelve dollars to put fucking twelve hundred per person and five hundred per kid in my bank. Also, I put a thing. Did you see my thing on Instagram yet? No. Because no? you I, stay off the gram? I stay off it. All right. So Rolex Skydweller, $14,400. I did the math. If I had 18 more kids, Trump would have bought me a watch. Jesus Christ. I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Donald. <laughs> but no, can you imagine like the like people do dumb shit with their tax returns? I, and I've seen people that can't afford to fucking eat half the year that are like asking their friend if they can bum a cigarette and eating one meal a day because they can't afford to eat two meals a day mm-hmm. and then during tax season they get wheels, shoes, and tattoos. So I'm just saying I think some people are going to fucking waste this check and the original theory of it I think was to stimulate the economy not to save yep. you, right? Mm-hmm. So if they're doing it to stimulate the economy and everybody's getting their check around right now and I'm assuming that's going to be spread out over the next two weeks or so they kind of need to open up the economy so people can spend money if that's what they're worried about. Exactly. So but half of a lot is still shut down. Well, I'm saying right now, <laughs> I'm thinking that means that that means there's hope. Yeah. I'm trying to be positive, Tyler. You eventually we'll come out of this. Shit. Yeah, eventually we'll come My out of this. My still just how it was before. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> just like homeless people. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was talking to a guy that I had on here recently, and we're, we're kind of planning a podcast involving, not involving homeless people in the podcast, but we have... Uh, homelessness is one of the many things we want to discuss and he's like a really smart person that thinks outside the box that is also a conspiracy theorist but not to the point where it's like oh you just believe all fucking conspiracies like he's not like balls deep in flat earth and shit he's actually smart uh oh speaking of conspiracy theories that shit i sent you last night uh-huh. you need to watch it oh i, I would have you but, need you to know, watch it okay preoccupied so, and fell asleep based on <laughs> Based on uh, what I saw, I'm going to just ask you questions um, regarding what they covered in the thing. First off, I thought everybody I, – I have this thing where I just think everybody knows shit that I know if nobody had to tell me. Like if I just look outside 
and I realize that there's trees. I assume everybody else noticed there's fucking trees, and it turns out they didn't. So let's start here, because you're a person. Did you know that there has been a lot of suspicious stuff that's happened with Bill Clinton, and that before the Epstein thing, if somebody told you, hey, Bill Clinton likes to fuck 14-year-old girls, would you have believed them? Absolutely. See, that's what I'm saying. I was like, so this whole thing, that's pretty much, it's not about that specifically. It's about a lot of shit like that. But it was like, you'll never believe this, but Bill Clinton, I was like, yeah. Yeah, he likes to fuck teenagers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't I was, think he likes to fuck infants. Yeah. I think he's into teenagers because he's a fucking sick old bastard. Like, I don't think he eats people, no. but he, but he could. I don't fucking care. <laughs> The point is, like, I don't, it's not that I don't care about the victims of cannibalism. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, at this point, he's doing shit that, in my opinion, is worse than eating somebody that's already dead. Like, if you told me that a dude had a gang of slaves on an island and flew people over there so that they could fuck them and then took pictures and blackmailed them so he could control things, I would say, yeah, yeah. But if you said that the dude that was fucking the kids, also ate them it wouldn't make it worse to me because at least they don't have to fucking get raped all the time now so like let's say somebody was dead already like they just find a dead body on pedophile island and they chop it up and eat it to me that's not fucking worse than fucking raping kids like you know what i mean like yeah i just the whole thing i was like first okay i don't think he's eating people i do think he's fucking underage girls that like the argument that people would make is they're consenting, but they're so young they can't fucking consent. So, and they probably didn't consent to be there. They probably, like, thought they were going to get paid really good mm-hmm. and hopped on a plane. Oh, there's a private jet? Hell yeah. And then they found out what it is, and they were like, no, nah, I got to go home, dog. I, the fucking streetlights are coming on. And then they're like, no, you got a date. And then Bill Clinton shows up. Like, I think that's what was happening, and I don't think it was just Bill Clinton. But this thing's about, like pretty much everybody that's considered powerful or famous and they're throwing out theories that make total fucking sense to me that I thought everybody just knew like before you get Katy Perry level of famous you're either going to have to agree to kind of follow their rules and join their thing or they're going to have to have something on you to where they can blackmail you because there's some shit you know that they don't want people to know Mm -hmm. and that's considered like that documentary is supposed to be this huge thing that opens your eyes and it's like, holy shit. And I was like, no, dog, like... This shit I already know. It's, I thought everybody knew. <laughs> I thought we just didn't talk about it because it's fucked up. I, just, mm-hmm. I didn't know people didn't know. Oh, yeah. So this thing's like opening so many people's fucking eyes apparently to... And there's also some ridiculous shit in there I don't think is true at all. Like they cover Pizzagate in there. I don't fucking... Do you know what Pizzagate is? No, I ain't heard of that. All right. I want to fuck this up. Once upon a time there was a pizza shop and it had a logo that looked real similar to uh, some kind of logo pedophiles use to, like, reel in boys or some shit. And the logo was a pizza slice, which is a triangle, right? So I feel like it's a stretch to make it, oh, that logo is so you know there's kids in the basement. I think it was actually just a fucking crazy, like, well, at least I don't think you went to the pizza store. The guy that owned the pizza shop could have totally been doing something else, too. But the theory was that there was, like, this dungeon under there, and they had a bunch of slave children. And then there's emails from a bunch of big famous people with guys like the owner. I don't know if they were with the owner, but 
saying, hey, can I get a pizza for an hour tonight delivered to my house? And they're like, for a pizza for an hour? And the thing is, like, yeah, I'm guessing that's some weird shit. That's some code for drop a kid off or whatever. But <clears throat> it doesn't it doesn't seem like the pizza shop had a bunch of babies in the basement yeah. for it could have. I don't fucking know. But a guy decided to go shoot up the place. And I don't know the results of it because I didn't look into it, but it was covered in the documentary too. And there's just like a bunch of shit like that where they're like, so you believe this, you believe this, you believe this. Now we're going to tell you some shit that nobody's going to fucking believe just because we got you on. Like, if you made it this far, we'll throw this one out there too. It'd be like if in the middle of the podcast I was like, and sometimes I like to put a finger in my butt. People are like, whoa. I mean, I don't. They always, it seems like everywhere's got to throw that left field idea. You got to throw it in there. Always. But they had things like, they're using evidence that people are cannibals, that they have cakes that look like real humans that they're eating. And I'm like, people just like to be eccentric and weird. These are, We're talking about millionaires, billionaires, crazy actors, politicians that are bonkers anyway. Let's say they do eat fucking dead people. It's not great. But at least they're eating a cake sometimes too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I'm like watching the whole fucking thing like, hmm, I knew that. I knew that. That goes without saying. Okay. And, like, do you know about the, uh, oh, what did they call it? Fuck. They had some numbers, but they did a lot of LSD experiments on people and shit like that. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, people didn't know that happened or they thought it was, a like, because it was at the time considered a conspiracy theory, people now still don't believe it happened, even though it's very well documented. Yeah. I'm like. Okay. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. And there's some people that went fucking crazy because they didn't know how much LSD to give them. Doesn't mean they were trying to make them go. I mean, they were, but it doesn't mean they were trying to fuck anything up. But, like, I was trying to explain it to Brandy, and I'm like, okay, so at the time, (laughs) there was, like, no Google and shit, so you could get away with some things. And, uh, you know, they gave people a lot of acid, and they were trying to get them to fucking, you know, like... They're trying to control them. They're trying to brainwash them. It's fine. But the thing is, like, a lot of people, it's easier to brainwash them without drugs than it is with. Like, so that, oh, sorry, documentary that you should have watched last night. It goes deep into, like, how Disney is trying to turn your kid into a fucking sex slave through their movies. And there's, like, in The Lion King, the dude breathes out and the clouds spell sex. And you know all the little things people find? Yeah. I would chalk that up to goofy 25-year-olds that got a really good job fucking around. Um... If you're a graphic designer or or making cartoons or whatever, and you're high as fuck, sometimes you're gonna sneak one in. Oh, but of course. There was one in there. It's you know the movie Tangled, yeah, with Rapunzel. So her hair curls like this, makes an S, and then wraps around her like four or five times, and then wraps like this. So they highlight the S, and then three of the lines going this way. <laughs> And they make up a line going this way to make an E, and then they make an X out of the X. And I was like, try to fucking wrap a bunch of hair around somebody without making an X? Good fucking luck. Yeah. Try to not have three lines that go pretty close in a row? Good luck. The S thing, that's just art. All art is going to have some kind of S somewhere in it. Well, not all, but I mean, everything I design is based on S curves to follow the shape of a body. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Back to the COVID. But, but for real, you should have watched it, man. It's fucking weird. It's it's one of those things that, like, everybody I talk to 
prior to watching it, oh shit, prior to watching it, was like, dude, this shit's gonna blow your mind. And then I watched it and I was like, okay. It's like if you watch the Tiger King documentary, but it was just a guy feeding tigers and taking care of them. Oh, it's good. I get told I'm his lookalike, apparently. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is. You got most of your teeth. What the fuck are you talking Thank you. Like, people are over here like, uh, I got one tooth. Well, actually, Joe Exotic, he has teeth, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was his boyfriend's. Yeah. John Finley. Yeah. Apparently, um, he's got a whole new set now. Well, I met a guy yesterday that knows Doc and. Yeah, Antle, Doc Antle. Doc Antle personally. Uh, and he they go to Africa a lot. And he was like, dude, he doesn't even he doesn't even have multiple wives. He's single. He was married a long time ago. And he got a divorce. And his nieces and nephews are in the movie. And his employees are in the movie. But he's not fucking all those people. He has some girlfriends. Like, he's a player for sure. Yeah. But he's not... He doesn't actually have all those houses. Like for, It's like he has the house for his nieces and nephews because he's rich as fuck. Yeah. He has his house where he doesn't let anybody that's not fucking him go in there on fuck days, which is like four days a week or something at least. Like, he is wild, but it's sensationalized. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. Like, I've heard that whole thing was just supposed to do this thing, and then they, Joe Exotic did the murder for hire and went yeah. up in this field with it. Yeah. Um, which the murder for hire thing is still I kind of think is a little weird. It's like three grand. Yeah. Like, I still think it's really far-fetched. Well, I mean, I think he probably, if he had millions of dollars and somebody seemed legit, he would pay somebody to kill oh, him. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think it's that. I'm just saying it's like three grand for a fucking hitman. Like, he seems a little stupid. I don't think he's that yeah, stupid. Exactly. He's smart enough to not own anything. Oh, yeah. Then how is he so dumb he fucking thinks three grand's going to get somebody killed? Mm-hmm. Like, three grand to a fucking person that's killing people for a living is, like, a fucking down payment to talk to them because you got to pay 12 to talk to them. So that's one of your three installments because you're poor and they're working with you because it's, it's a slow season or some shit. Yeah. Do you think there's a slow season in Murder for Hire? <laughs> I, I would think the wintertime. <laughs> I was thinking, I like, mean, I ain't trying to shoot nobody in the cold. Uh, well, there's less people out in the winter, though, so less witnesses. Yeah, but it's still cold. I don't do the cold. Okay. Well, are you a murder for hire kind of guy? I mean, it's prices, right? <laughs> All right, dude, you're going to get some weird messages. <laughs> Somebody's going to message you and be like, All right, so I got $47, <laughs> and this bitch told me that my fucking teeth didn't look good, and I just got them redid. I went to the fucking place. I got them, glu- like, I got the grill and shit. It cost me like $12,000, and I went home, and my bitch said, That ain't real gold. And I just need you to, you know, pop one in her. Uh, somebody's going to take that if I ever get more than one listener on here. Somebody's going to take that and and snip it into a thing where it sounds like I tried to hire you to kill somebody. And that's, that's like one of the – I was talking to my dad about this probably like two years ago. But you know when they started doing those deep fake pornos mm-hmm. where there's like, uh, you want to fuck Jessica Alba? Okay. And they make like a – everybody told me how realistic they are. I haven't seen the porn ones. I've looked up all these things. I was like, it doesn't look fucking real yet. Like, it will. I believe him that it will. And he was just saying, you know, be real careful about what you put on the internet because people can spin it any way they want. And then I was like, all right, cool. And then I started a podcast two years later where I say crazy shit for hours at a time. So if somebody wants to, they could very easily, like, crop it and make me sound like a bad person. But the point is, everybody that's ever met me, I feel like, knows I just say wild shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I feel like it's going to be okay. But uh, if you want to make a deep fake video with my face, 
Send me an uh, email. I'll send you a bunch of pictures of my face. I want to see me doing wild shit. I want to see me eating tigers. Uh, speaking of eating tigers, though, the place that we went yesterday where we met Doc Antle's homeboy has uh, tree houses you can stay in for $125 a night, and you're right over a tiger cage. Damn. Yeah. Where's that at? Uh, Tuttle, I think. It's not far. It was like an hour from here. Dang. Yeah. Not it's bad. the direction of Chickasha. Keep going, but not Oklahoma City. <laughs> Tuttle? Is that Tuttle? Yeah. Sounds, okay. Sounds about like... Yeah, it's kind of middle of nowhere. Um, there's a bunch of really nice houses behind it, and like we were looking at tigers and fucking crazy shit. There's a bear there that's like, all their animals look really healthy too, and that was, I like, I don't like looking at animals in cages, but I do like knowing that at least they're fucking getting fed. Mm. But there's a ridiculous, crazy amount of fucking rabbits, like just running around. Like they have rabbits in cages, like that you can look at that say, "Oh, this is a fucking wibble wobble dibble dobble, whatever the fucking rabbit's called." And then there's like, I bet we saw fifty just running around in the middle of the day when there's people. I guarantee you, there's way more because rabbits like to stash out in holes and under trees and shit. They don't like people. No, and they be fucking. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we're walking around this thing, and I was like. I figured out how they save money on food. And Brandy just looked so sad. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. You know they're feeding rabbits to everything. Oh, yeah. And the reason the tigers look so healthy, they probably throw a fucking live rabbit in that thing every couple hours. Just get it, bitch. Uh, I mean, it's fucked up, but that's, so, that's, that's nature. That's true. That's nature. That's that's what I think you're like. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm never going to run a zoo. But if I ran a zoo, I don't think I could do that. But I think that's closer to nature and it's better for the animal probably. Yeah. Like, throw in live animals. But anyway, the tigers have, like, a chain-link fence between them and these really cute Australian shepherds and chickens and all this shit on a farm next door. And then you go around back, and there's more tigers, and there's motherfucking fancy houses right behind it. And I'm like, dude, this guy in his backyard that is not associated with the zoo can just, like, invite his friends over and be like, hey, you guys want to feed some tigers? And just throw steaks through the fucking fence. And it's like, there's, like... There's a fence that's like the cage, and then there's maybe a one-foot gap, and then this guy's fence you would have on like a regular farm, like a wire fence, not not chain link, but not barbed wire, like that square mesh shit. Oh, yeah. Not enough to stop a motherfucking tiger. No. So if one of those tigers gets out, that dude's getting eaten. And I was like, man, I wonder if property values right here are really low or really high. Like people pay extra for the tiger view. Oh, right now it's got to be high. I mean, I don't think anybody's trying to sell right now. But, oh, I just mean because Tiger King in oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I got. I asked the guy at uh, at the zoo. I was like, "Do you think that Tiger King documentary is gonna hurt business?" He's like, "Oh no, it'll help." Yep. And I was like, "Do you think it's gonna make people weird about coming here?" And he's like, "No, I think people will realize that it's TV, and I think uh, people will be paying attention, and that's it." And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably good for, like, it seems like it would be bad for business at a place like that. But it's going to send people that are kind of anti-zoo to the zoo to make sure the animals are okay. And it's going to send people that are fucking batshit crazy to be like, hey, man, I heard you can get a tire for 2000 Well, I got this stimulus check. Me and my girl is 2400 right? So, <laughs> so, I, I, I do feel like there's going to be a lot of people trying to buy a tiger. I know. And that's <laughs> fucked up. That's the thing. That's the only downside I saw of the whole thing. I was like... There's going to be a lot of people buying tigers. I mean, like, a lot, lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm going to say 1.5% of stimulus checks. Not really. But, I mean, for real, like, out of, I bet somebody in Lawton will have a tiger within the next couple months. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
That's, I bet somebody in fucking Madison Park already has a tiger, huh? <laughs> but the thing that was out there that was really cute that I think you might be able to, uh, I don't know if it would be a good idea, but I think you could actually keep one healthy and happy and take care of it if you, well, maybe you need two, but these little tiny foxes that are super cute. Like I've seen people have them as pets and I'm like, man, it seems like they have a lot of energy and shit. But if you had two and you had like two acres and you had a dope ass fence that you buried three feet deep and it goes eight feet high, you could probably have some foxes in your backyard. I think you could. And then if they fuck, you get more foxes and you start a fox business and then you ask them what they say. What do they say? What do they say? <laughs> you know what a fox says. Come on. <laughs> Just because there's a microphone in front of you doesn't mean you can't be hilarious. Bing, bing, ding, 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 ding. No? All right. Um, for real, back to the corona thing. Uh, do you think that on the 30th I'll be able to tattoo for real? Like, like they gave I, us, the state said nothing till the 30th. See, the way everybody talks about it, though, I see everybody saying that the world's still going to be shut down after the 30th. Okay. Do you think if they keep saying that I can't tattoo, I should just fucking go to states where I don't already have a license? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I got, I've actually been very, very good about not spending too much money, and the amount of money I had set aside, I thought would only last me like six weeks, and I haven't touched it yet. Yeah. So, um, clearly, it'll last me more than six weeks because I've made it. What has it been like three? Yeah, three, four. Yeah, it's been at least two. I don't know. I barely know what fucking day it is anymore. And people are like, well, are you enjoying the downtime? No. No, I have no downtime. Like, the closest thing, I'm going to probably in the next week pretend I'm doing a podcast so I can come take a nap. Like, just be like, hey, I got to go do a podcast real quick. Oh, man, Invisible Man did not show up today. Son of a bitch. I got to take a nap because I'm fucking tired, dude. Like, kids are tiring. They're fun. Yeah. Like crazy. But we're going to try to stay at a tree house and look at tigers. <laughs> try to take them. Like, I, I don't know what to do with them, man. We're, like, constantly moving. They, they've they been really good. Like, they've been playing all morning. They were just playing with Barbies and shit. And, like, I'm like, this poor kid. Asher's just over here, like, got to do what you got to do. Can't play with my boys. Got to play with the fucking Barbies and shit. And, I mean, he's just always the guy in the Barbie games. And, uh, well, not always. And then they, they turn, like, fucking four skateboards into four boats. So we got boats in my living room, but they're actually skateboards. So if you walk through my living room, you die. Like, you'll fucking slip and shoot a skateboard straight into the wall and bust your ass. Uh, and you can't, like, usually I would be like, okay, uh, let's not play in the living room with my skateboards. And then it's like, well, fuck, what am I going to have to do? It's cold as fuck. It's muddy in the backyard. Uh... We'll get arrested if, oh, we didn't put mask on today. Shit, son, is it Wednesday? Yep. They're writing tickets for that. Are they? We're going to go to prison. I don't know. No, I thought they dropped it. No, they dropped it on Friday and made it till Wednesday. No, then they dropped it. They dropped it, dropped again. it? Yeah. Why don't they just fucking say wear a mask? I don't give a fuck. I'll wear a mask. I, did, I don't see why they go and put something on and then three days later take it off. Because and then I asked Brandy, later, she said Facebook, she said Facebook comments made them take it down. I was like, yeah. that's fucking stupid. Like, this is like the thing where your kid throws a fit and you give him the iPad. No, bitch. Fucking cry for six hours in front of people. I will be embarrassed as fuck and pretend I'm not. And you are not getting the iPad. You can kick and scream all the fuck you exactly. want. That's, And that's why I should be I'm a mayor or some shit. When's the next 
government election thing. 2020 is for the president. Mm-hmm. Is it too late to run? No. I need about, you start for the I need about fucking one million more of those stimulus checks. <laughs> so I'd have like 12, 1,200 million or something. I'm going to need some more stimulus checks. How? Okay, let's say you were president. This is going to be a fun game. Oh, what God. would you, let's say hypothetically, you're president, you find out we got a virus coming from China, and uh, and you shut down the thing, and everybody calls you racist for shutting down travel from China, and then people find out later that that was actually a decent decision, but you're still trying to push it and keep the economy running, and then you find out like a bunch of people are dead, so you go, ah, oh, shit. What would you do if you were President Trump at the point where he had already told people you can't travel back and forth from China, but had not told anybody or recommended to any states that we shut anything down. Like, would you go let them die? Full-blown three-month lockdown. Free the prisoners. Everybody's in prison. If you don't fuck them, you can't kiss them. What's the, what kind of, what'd you do? Well, I think, uh, I don't really know. That's I mean, a really good. Is. That's a really good answer. <laughs> There's lots of ways you can go around it. I mean, he knew from everything that I've read up on. He's known from the word go. Yeah. And he <laughs> he let it ride out for months. Yeah, because he's a money guy. That's the thing. It's like, because okay, anytime you're <clears throat> you're thinking about money, you're gambling. Like you're not thinking about lives. You're thinking about how much would it cost if these people died. Like how many consumers versus people that are using the resources we could use for something else. Like I, I'm i saying I think, and I'm not even saying this is a bad thing, I'm just saying I think if you're president right now and you've always been a businessman and you've never been a politician and you've never been in the medical field, you're just going, all right, so if like 10 million people die, that won't really hurt too much, that's fine. But if like 50 million people die, we would have almost no people and then nobody would stay at my hotel. Like, I feel like that kind of mindset, like, and those are huge numbers. Those aren't real. But, yeah. but like, I think that's kind of where his head was at. So I'm assuming he was just thinking from an economical standpoint. And I think he still is. I think, like, and the other thing is, like, the toll it's going to take if we're out of work. Let's say they tell us we can't work till New Year's. Nobody. Period. Like, no restaurants, whatever. Dude, motherfuckers are just going to be robbing and murdering to get food. Mm-hmm. And it's not even to get food like we need it. I'm saying people will be like, man, I haven't had a filet mignon in three months. And they'll fucking kill their neighbor over a fucking filet. And and then you don't come back from that. Like, that's kind of, mm-hmm. that's a different world. So, I don't know. If I was president, I feel like I would probably have just been like, all right, uh, I'm going to go. You know that island... Uh, that I was looking at on that Zillow page recently that was only $10 million. I'm just going to scoop that up and disappear. I'm not telling anybody shit. Also, the other thing, Trump's definitely getting reelected, right? Like, there's absolutely no way around it at this point? Uh, there's a lot of talk of shutting the polls down, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he might <laughs> just actually be reelected without an election. Okay, so let's say, let's say they shut the pol- polls down to the public where we can't go in person to vote, and they go to online. Uh, now, I know online banking, we've been really lucky, and it's been pretty consistently safe, so maybe there's some security measures I don't understand, but I'm pretty sure other countries can hack whatever the fuck they want. They just don't, it's not worth it to hack our money, because yeah. they won't start a war over, like, $10 million. Uh, they would be willing to hack and control who wins 
a presidential election and just vote whoever the fuck they feel like in. So I feel like if we win online, it's risky and we haven't had enough time to prepare. Mm-hmm. And Trump has countries that like him a lot, basically all of them except China. Uh, so he could just hit up Russia and be like, all right, you guys do the thing. I'm going to step back. And then we could also have a situation where we just don't vote and we postpone it and then Trump's still president. Mm-hmm. And if we can ride that out for four years, he doesn't even have to be reelected. And then he can get another four years. And I think he just really likes being president. So yeah. I think no matter what we do, we, we got Trump for four plus years. At least. Yeah. Do you think it's possible for him to just like ride it out till he dies? I don't think it'll go that long. What if he does the thing where... Is it possible? I I don't understand the presidential thing. Is it possible for him to just step down and the vice president temporarily becomes president and then we have another like emergency election? Uh, I think like, it's like the twenty fifth amendment or something like that. Yeah, there's something in there. Yeah. So like if it's he like I don't know if it's him just stepping down. I'm saying I if I was president, like I would fucking retire. And the vice president comes in. Yeah. Here's a list of jobs I would not do right now. I would not be president. I would not be a prostitute. I would not be a kissing booth host uh that's about well trash man would be pretty cool right now because you don't see anybody you work three or four days a week my best friend's a trash man it's a good gig yeah wait i think i know your best friend what's his name adam does he have like a mustache or something does he have a kid that every time he has this kid he posts a lot of pictures because he doesn't get to see his kid as much as he wants no no but he's a trash man Mm-hmm. Okay. I might have him confused with a different trash man. But yeah, dude, the trash gig is good right now. Like, yeah. they pay real, it pays real good. They work, is it three or four days a week? Three four. Four? Four days a week, four kind of long days. You get three days in a row off. And it's not as hard as it used to be because they got the scooper. They got the beep, beep, yep. poop. Uh, so let's say you are a trash man right now. <clears throat> what would you want to happen? Like, like, I just, I feel like. At some point, we have to start giving a fuck about the way that we're deciding what's essential and and different. Like, like restaurants are getting fucked over pretty hard. Yeah. I feel like nail salons, most of them will make it. I'm trying to figure out what businesses won't. And I think it's already, like, it's too late for some people. Oh, man, the phone's fucking ringing. I forgot we had a phone here. Son of a bitch. Who calls a fucking tattoo shop? During a pandemic. Who, whoever Crazy the fuck people. is calling the shop needs to stop calling the shop. We ain't her. Well, we are, but <laughs> if I answer the phone, they're going to be like, are you open? No, bitch. You fucking trying to get me in trouble? Um, I don't want to get in trouble. Trouble's not cool, man. Trouble's the best. Trouble is not the best. I stay in trouble. Okay. So, since you won't tell me what you would do if you were president, what do you think could have been done better, for real? Like, just... Or worse. I don't give a fuck. I mean, better. They could have prepared a lot sooner. Mask. <laughs> right yeah. out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, instead of waiting until it was already a pandemic yeah. well, to I shut things down. I don't down. think that's necessarily on the president. I think that's more on, like, uh, administrators from hospitals and shit. Like, yeah. if you run a hospital, okay, I'm going to put it like this. If I had more than one box of mask that I've given almost all of them away. Why did I have to give one to my wife's friend who is a fucking nurse that works for a home health agency? Like, why didn't they have... I'm saying I have enough that I could tattoo for a year with them, or I did, now I don't, if I wore a mask every day, and I don't wear a fucking mask every day. Now I might. I don't know. But 
if I had that many, why didn't the fucking nursing agency have like enough for all of their people to work for a year? Mm-hmm. Like, like assuming. I'm not even saying prepare for a pandemic. I'm just saying, like, have shit on hand just in case it gets a little weird for a week. Like, have, I mean, we had, you know, we usually keep a couple months worth of gloves, a month worth of paper towels. Like, anything that that we can't get locally, I try to keep six months worth. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, I have a stash of needles pretty much everywhere. <laughs> There's, like, a stash here, a stash at the other shop, a stash at my house. I took most of my shit home because I was worried about people breaking in. So, like, I bring the computer home, and I brought, like, almost all the needles home. And then uh, gloves and shit like that I have kind of spread out. There's, like, there's a couple boxes at the other shop. There's a couple boxes here. There's a shitload locked up a few different places. I've got them spread out where you could rob fucking two or three places that I have, and I'll still have some motherfucking gloves, bitch. Like, I'm... <laughs> I'm worried about shit. But the thing is, if I have that stockpile as a tattoo artist, I just feel like medical professionals, and I don't mean the employees, I mean the fucking people that are in charge of making sure they have shit. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they have just just mask? We'll just say just the mask. Why didn't they have enough mask for everybody that works at the hospital to have a new mask every three hours for one whole year? Because nobody prepares like that. Why? Because they're idiots. Then why do they have that job? Because they're uh, not smart. Have you ever fucking seen the bill at a hospital? <laughs> they can afford some motherfucking Yeah, mask. they can afford it's it. It's like, I hurt my toe, $7,000. All right, buy $7,000 worth of mask. Every time somebody hurts their toe, you'll have enough masks to last a lifetime for each person that you ever hire and all of their family members. And I mean, it's just, I'm just saying it's stupid. Medical professionals can't get the fucking mask when they're going, a home health nurse, think about who she's seen. Mm-hmm. She's not seen... Mr. 27-year-old athletic dude that just needs to get his fucking physical for the year because he got a new job. Mm-hmm. She's seen elderly people and people with cancer and people with compromised immune systems in general. People that are already on oxygen. Like, you can't give this motherfucker a mask? Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Should. Yeah. Well, also, my dad was really smart, and, and he even warned me, and I thought, I just was like, bird flu? Fuck this shit. Uh, so my dad told me, I want to say it was like in January or early December that when I go to Lowe's, I should just buy like one box of N95 mask. And I was like, what for? He goes, the coronavirus. I was like, dude, I just heard about this. What is it? And he's like, it's like a super bad flu. And I was like, okay. Yeah, cool. I'm on my way to Lowe's right now, actually. And I went and I was like, what did he say to get? Now, this is, I would say everybody should smoke weed until this moment. (laughs) And I think he knows what I meant when I said I got there and I couldn't remember shit. I was high as fuck at Lowe's going, what did my dad say to get two boxes of that? Uh, so I didn't have any. But my dad was smart, and he got he got enough to – not enough to be greedy and fuck it up for anybody. He got a couple boxes every time he went, and then he's been giving them to people that work in the medical field and people that have some kind of immunist issue, people that have recently recovered from cancer, shit like that. Anybody that wants one that he knows, he'll be like, hey, yeah, uh, yeah, I have a few. Like, he gave us two, one for us and one to give to our friend that we were giving the other mask to. And uh, I'm just saying, like, okay, my dad was that prepared. The hospital still didn't think about it. Like, it, they couldn't have ordered that shit in January. Do you hear a buzzing? Mm-hmm. Is it bothering you? Mm-hmm. Is it freaking you out a little bit? A little bit. Do you think it's going to show up in the podcast or not? Nah. I think we're good. All right. Okay. It sounds like a typewriter. Yes, it does. It's very typewritery. Um, 
but yeah, I, I'm just like I'm blown away by the the way that everybody's doing everything, but also everybody's just attacking. Have you watched any of these like late night show type dudes videos that they're doing on Snapchat or anything? Some of them, so, not many. Trevor Noah, usually I agree with half of what he says. He makes good points. He makes it kind of funny. And but the the problem is he's consistently attacking Trump. If mm-hmm. you watch any of the videos where they're like, and then Trump did this, the people that are asking Trump questions aren't asking him questions that would help the situation. They're like, so why did you call it the Chinese virus? Why don't you shut the fuck up for a week and then we'll talk about it later? So in one of them, though, people asked Trump questions. He tried to answer them, and they didn't like the way he was answering them within a half second, so they cut him off. So Trevor Noah spins it and goes, so now he's promised to tell us this later and this later. And I'm like, no, he told that one person he'll tell them that later. And he offered to have somebody get a medical briefing because they were asking questions that are, like, real scientific. And... And he mentioned uh, antibiotics and how – and he didn't say antibiotics treat, treat viruses or anything stupid. He just said for most of his life, we've been able to fix almost everything with an antibiotic. And this isn't something we can do that with. He didn't say – any. I mean he did say like germs are smart and some dumb shit that made him sound kind of silly. But he didn't say that antibiotics don't work on this particular virus – but it works on other ones. He was just saying, like, usually our answer to most things is mostly bacterial infections and shit, and we use antibiotics for that. Mm-hmm. So then Trevor Noah spins it and is saying, like, well, look, it works on viruses, you dumb motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah, okay, it's not helping. And I'm not trying to defend the guy because I don't think he's done great, but it's not helping to fucking come straight at him and attack him and call him a piece of shit or call him stupid. It's actually pretty smart to try to listen to what he's saying. And then try to throw constructive criticism in there for things that we're moving forward with, not look at the past. In two months, we can look at the past. Right now, I feel like if you go, okay, you know what would be better? Fucking use Ford to make masks. I don't fucking know. Ask Tom DeLon to get his alien company out and see if we can get some aliens down here to fucking help us. Do you think this could uh, be like a big cover-up for something and there's no coronavirus at all, though? Absolutely. Ah. It, it very well could be. <laughs> it could be. That's and what I'm there's, saying. There's lots of possibilities out there. Oh, man. But, yeah, like, shit like that freaks me out. I'm like, dude, why are we attacking the guy that's... I think, without a doubt, we can tell Trump is trying, right? Yeah. Previous to this, I don't know if he's ever tried. And it, I think he's just fucking around. Until... Yeah, I think he's just been riding it out this whole time. Right. And I now think you can tell he's actually putting some effort into right. it. I think it's been a game. And I think now he doesn't know what to do. But... Like, we could focus on the fact that he wasn't prepared for this, or we could agree that we're not prepared for this. We could focus on the fact that it's only $1,200 per adult, or we could say thank you for the $1,200. Hey, by the way, if you're listening to this shit, Trump, for whatever fucking reason, first off, get back to work. Uh, he's, like, golfing. <laughs> Ball, cheating at golf, listening to a high note. <laughs> but for real, thank you for the money. I'll take it. Um it's weird. Like, people don't have, and I know it sounds stupid, people don't have fucking manners anymore. It's like, people are like, well, that's our money. Most of the people saying that didn't pay that much in taxes last yeah. year. If you got, let's say you have, you're my, my situation, you have two people that are both adults, there's 1200 and then you have three kids at five, making it $3,900. A lot of people that are going to be in the same general tax position, under 100, I think it's under 150 if you have family with kids, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, a lot of times 
they got such good uh, returns, like, off their earned income credit for having kids. A lot of people are in a bracket where they're making, you know, fucking 20000 $30,000, and they have three or four kids, and they're getting 3900 and they got a $7,000 tax return when only 6000 was withheld from their check in the last year. So, no, it's not your fucking money. Yeah. It's actually, it's everybody else's money. <laughs> it's you. not It's not Trump's money either, though. And that's the thing. I'm not saying we should say, like, oh, well, thank you for giving us free money and worship the guy. I'm just saying, like, they most, didn't have to do most that. people I know. Yeah, and, dude, the economy would probably fucking be almost okay in five years either way. And it's not going to fix it. Yeah. And people are like, well, what the fuck? I don't even want twelve hundred. Yes, you do. Shut the fuck up. Nobody. I've never seen anybody fucking send their free money back. And that's if you are complaining, if you're listening to this, and you're very unhappy about the low amount of money that you've been given by the fucking leech of a government that we call the IRS or whatever the fuck that is, you can give it to me, and I will tattoo you, and then something good happens. Thank or you very you just much. Give it to me for free. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can just it. give it to Tyler. He'll take your money. Yeah. But, I mean, for real, like, if if you're really mad that you got a stimulus check and it's not enough, donate it to charity. If you if it's not enough to help you, then let it help somebody else. That's yeah, what I'm exactly. saying. Like, and it is enough to help. It's not enough to fix shit for most people. Yeah. But the thing is, like, so far I've only been out, what did we establish, about three weeks, we yeah. think? Okay. I really, really thought at the beginning of this, there's no way I'm going to fucking make it to the end of this thing without tattooing. I don't have enough money. I was freaking the fuck out. I haven't touched the money I had set aside for this yet because I'm not spending very much money. Yeah. And I went to the zoo yesterday. Like, I, I shouldn't have, but I did. And then I got the stimulus check and I was like, shit, we could buy the zoo. <laughs> or a tiger. <laughs> Go buy a motherfucking lemur. But no, I'm not going to do that with it. I'm going to leave it in the bank account. I moved it into savings and I was like, I'm going to get a fucking half a penny off this shit over the next couple months. I'm going to get my half a penny in interest. But... I don't know, man. I just, I feel like people are ungrateful for things. And like you said, he didn't have to. They didn't have to. Not just, it's not Trump. It's not, it's definitely not just him being like, let's give away money. It's a bunch yeah. of people. But they could just leave it up to us. And and the thing is, yeah, it's, it should be enough to quiet people's fucking urges to riot. It should be enough to slow things down in places like Oklahoma. I do think if they could have, and here's, everybody's complaining about it. Here's why they can't. If they could do this, it'd be great. Go Oklahoma, twelve hundred a person. California, fifty thousand a person, so you can live for an hour. Yeah. Uh, New York City, fucking three million per person. The problem is they can't do that shit because it would cost more money and take more time to figure out who gets what than just every person that paid taxes or filed taxes. You don't even have to pay. Mm-hmm. You could have filed taxes and made four thousand dollars working at Burger King for a couple weeks. Or a couple months. I don't know how long does it take to make four thousand dollars at Burger King. Probably takes a good minute. I bet it takes more than a month. Oh yeah, at least, at least two months. Three. Three months. Okay. Three. Let's say you worked for a quarter of the year at Burger King, and you got four grand, and they withheld money, and then they gave you fucking five thousand dollars back. You still get it. You didn't pay it in. You still get it. And let's say you made a hundred and forty-nine thousand, and you're married. And you have kids. You're still getting something that's less. I don't know all the exact numbers, but the point is they just they're fucking just sending money to everybody. And everybody's like, oh, well, this is just the beginning of communism. It could be. Fuck, if they're gonna give me twelve hundred dollars every month for me and then twelve hundred for Brandy, 
guess who's given the shop? One shop's going to be like, hey, everybody gets a raise to 90% or if anybody wants it because I'm going to be all over the fucking place. I would just legitimately, if I had just enough to coast and I could tattoo, I would just buy a fucking RV, keep my house. That would pay, that would make my house payment, Brandy's car payment, uh, pay for both shops. Like, <laughs> wait, 2400 Pay for one shop, house payment, and Brandy's car payment. So if we just got 2400 we could just be like, hey, Sarah, here's the thing. You keep doing what you're doing, but now you make 97%. I just need enough. I just need enough. We don't go in the hole. And then we, we need to hire a couple other people that are going to make 80%. So, you know, we're, we're doing all right. But for real, like, I would live different if there was universal basic income. And everybody I know has been complaining about it and saying it's bullshit and it's a bad idea. And now people are like, that's ah, kind of cool golfing for free. Exactly. So what do you think about UBI? You think we should get Andrew Yang back, or what's happening? My brother fucking... Hey, I know it's cool with getting $1,000 for free. <laughs> well, I mean... That's the thing. Okay, so the proposal I heard was initially Andrew Yang's thing was he was estimating around $1,000 a month. And he said, very plain, like, nobody's going to survive off of $1,000 a month. But what it will do is if you have two roommates and and you guys live in a small apartment, your bills will be covered... And you can learn to share, and then you can explore options that aren't bullshit jobs that you don't want to do. And he didn't say it in that word or that wording, but when he started talking about it like that, I was like, man, that actually isn't a bad idea. the The problem with it is, where does the money come from? And everybody's like, well, it's gonna bleed the whole thing dry. It might, but they had six trillion to fucking print, and now we're gonna owe China more money or some shit. But I'm just saying, I think if you did it right, I think you could. You could do universal basic income at a very low level, like $1,000, or even start with like 500 and just see how it affects the economy over the course of 10 years. Mm-hmm. And and then we would know if it, I mean, there's, I know people that if they got $500 a month, they would fucking quit their job. <laughs> like, they'd be like, dude, this shit only pays, this shit only pays two grand. Fuck this. And that that's not great, but it opens up that job for you. You go looking for a job that pays, let's say the job pays $10 an hour, and it's hard to get, uh, but you you get a lot of overtime, and there's good benefits, and there's just kind of a line out the door of people that aren't qualified for anything else to get that job, and then somebody gets laid off from their job, and they just need something to get by for six months while they figure out how to get another good job. 10 bucks is better than nothing, and then they're getting that $500 UBI check, so... It would actually smooth things out for people. My brother's argument for it was uh, they're going to take it out of his paycheck and give it to me. <laughs> I was like, Doug, you know you know, we make, like, we're both doing okay, right? They're taking it from our paychecks. But he was like, no, they're going to take all my money and they're going to give it to poor motherfuckers. And I was like, no, no, your taxes would probably stay the same. And the thing that people don't look at is they're taking away certain things to pay for it so your taxes probably wouldn't have to go up they would just allocate the the funds a little better and they would also do things where okay let's say somebody's taxed at uh like a pretty high tax rate all in you're at like 40 percent. you're making really good money that person might be at 42 that's probably going to happen but somebody that's that's being taxed at 18 percent, that person's probably going to be taxed at 18 percent because there's so many things we're wasting money on like we have like okay a whole system that is great in concept of food stamps WIC social security all these different things social security would still say until it runs out of money which is really soon 
mm-hmm. but they would they would combine things like WIC and food stamps and uh, and uh, sooner care type things on a federal level and pull that money and then give people more like fifteen or eighteen hundred dollars and then. You won't waste a bunch of time going every time you get sick because you have free insurance going to the fucking doctor and be like, well, I just need some Tamiflu. Dog, you got a cold. You got, like, go home. Well, I got allergies, though. We don't want to give you Tamiflu for allergies, but I need it. That wouldn't happen much because people would be like, well, shit, I got to use some of my money. And who was it that threw out the idea before Andrew Yang? Oh, Ben Carson. Have you heard his idea? Uh-uh. So these are all ideas. I think what we need to do is put together. Let me put it together too, because I'm a fucking genius, right? I know politics. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't know shit about this, but for real, uh, Ben Carson. He ran. Fuck, it's been a while. I want to say he ran against uh, Obama. Second term. He had some cool ideas. He's a surgeon. He was the first surgeon to successfully uh, separate conjoined twins. It's kind of a big deal. And he was running for president. I don't remember what his whole platform was, but he had some good ideas and he had some bad ideas. I had a few problems with him for sure. But one of his ideas was a giant pool and small pools for money for you to pay for your medical shit so you could choose your care provider and no more insurance. So it seems crazy because you're wiping out a whole industry, but everybody pays X amount per month and then... Okay, I don't remember the fucking numbers at all, but let's say on a smaller level, I've heard of this working. And I tried to come up with a way for this to work for tattooers. Hey, Ashley, if you're listening to this, get on it, dude. I got a friend that's smart. I think he can figure it out. But we all pay, let's say it's $30 a month. And we don't use it for the cold. We don't use it for the flu. It's for emergencies only for tattooers. So just tattooers all pay in $30 a month. And then when somebody gets cancer... They get their cancer treatment paid for out of this fund. And theoretically, everybody's healthy enough, it should work out. And what you do is you tax people that are unhealthy in a way. So let's say you're 25 and you weigh, you're six foot tall, you weigh 175 pounds, and your body fat is, you know, average to low, and you don't smoke cigarettes. Um, You would pay like fucking 15. Let's say you're 90 and you weigh 350 pounds and you have diabetes, you're going to pay a little more. But the point is, you're not going to pay enough that it would pay for your medical bills. You're just going to pay a little more. It's the same concept as insurance without anybody profiting. So when you get sick, you send your bill to that pool, it gets paid. I wanted, I talked to Ashley about this, and I think he could do it. I don't know if I could do it because I'm fucking crazy. But I think somebody I know could start putting it together. And I know I could promote the idea. I could go talk to tattooers individually and be like, hey, at this point, it's not going to do shit. But if we can get everybody in, like everybody sign a thing saying, yes, I'll pay $20 a month. Once we hit this number, then it'll work. And then guys like there's this guy, uh, Joshua Carlton. He's like one of the best tattooers fucking ever to live. All kinds of out of the box thinking, all kinds of cool videos back in the day. I've learned a lot from him just from watching his shit. Uh, he got diagnosed with cancer not too long ago, and everybody in the tattoo world was like, fuck, it got Josh. And, like, they did a GoFundMe, and everybody's donating, and tattooers are real cool with sharing. But we wouldn't have to donate to GoFundMes as much if you had, like, emergency relief for – you'd have to have, like – it has to be a life-threatening condition and all this shit. And then a separate one for regular health shit. Nobody profits. We share our money. 
I'm almost never sick. I'll still pay for it because when I fucking hurt my back, it would be so nice to have actual fucking doctors. Yeah. Also, hey, uh, that could definitely work though. Let's. Well, that was Ben Carson's thing on a large scale. He was saying for the country, everybody would would be they would have an account. You're born with an account, and the federal government puts a thousand dollars in that account the day you're born, and then uh, and then every month it draws a little bit. And it's basically just working off of interest off of a giant savings account. Everybody's getting a little bit of that interest money. And you would get a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And I'm really sorry if anybody's an expert and I'm a sound retarded. It's because I'm a stoner and I don't read. But a little bit, a little bit, a little bit until you have enough that, let's say hypothetically, you're a normal healthy person and you have a car wreck when you're 40. This would help you with your car wreck. Yeah. And you'd still have enough that if you get cancer... It'll get the first half of it. You're still it's not gonna be perfect. But healthcare is so far from perfect, I think everybody's worth trying some shit. Like every like wh- how could healthcare be worse right now? Like uh, not the care, the insurance. How how could health insurance be worse than it is now? Could it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. You pay if you're me, you pay eight hundred dollars per month so that you can see a doctor once a year. And if he charges you more than $300, then you have to pay for half of it. Every time you see a doctor, it's a minimum of $30. $800 a month for me to do nothing. It's like the bare minimum just to not catch a fine. And that's why I'm proud to be a Native American where at least my health insurance free. But the thing is, if you're a normal tattoo artist and you want to have health insurance you're going to have to try to make less money so you can get that sooner care, the, whatever the health thing, the state thing is, because it's better. Mm-hmm. Like, state-funded health insurance, as much as I hate to say the government's doing something right, that shit's better than Blue Cross Blue Shield. Places like Blue Cross Blue Shield will fuck you right in your ass with a dry fucking rubbery... You know how rubber dildos are, like, sticky when they're dry? Yeah. So Blue Cross Blue Shield, what they do, they'll take a fucking 27-inch giant dildo like this, and they will shove it in your ass... Really fast for three inches, just so you get that burn, and leave it there for a week, and then they'll let a seventeen-year-old kid that's really excited fuck into it, and he's—it's got a little thing in the back. He's gonna fuck the hole, and then they're gonna shit in your mouth. That's like that's about the treatment you're gonna get from a health insurance company. Am I wrong? I mean, no, no, bad metaphor or analogy or whatever. That's pretty much what's happening. I mean, I've never met anybody that's like, yeah, my health insurance is affordable and it works out great and has helped me. I know one dumb son of a bitch. You know him too. I'll. I'll this is. That guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Gotcha. That motherfucker. He goes. I gotta take a week off. I'm gonna get the flu shot. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you taking a week off and getting the flu shot for? Well, when I take the, when I get the flu shot, I get the flu. Well, then don't get the fucking flu shot. I don't know. Like maybe maybe it's not for you. I don't know. But that same dude, he he had this theory. That health insurance was great because it only cost him like six hundred a month because his wife had an employer or whatever six hundred a month per person, so twelve hundred plus the kid, another three or four hundred, and he went to the doctor and his bill was like four hundred dollars and he only had to pay two hundred, and I was like, all right, so you pay it every month. How often do you go to the doctor? No, I mean it, there, it, for some people I'm sure it helps. Like if you have diabetes or something, you would yeah. need. There's no way to afford your medicine, but why not? And that's just a theory. Why not make medicine? where people could afford it. <laughs> like, why is that so crazy? Because they're all into money. Right, but I'm saying, okay, ibuprofen, I, I might be wrong, but I'm guessing it probably only costs twice as much 
to make most most medicines as it does ibuprofen. Maybe three or four times as much. Let's say it's 20 times as much. Ibuprofen, you can't do the math on how much it is per capsule. It's so fucking cheap. So let's say it's a special medication that's you know really rare. I understand if it would be like $15 a pill for certain things or whatever. But for the most part, things that a lot of people take, like, uh, I don't know, antibiotics, painkillers, uh, antivirals, um, things like Tamiflu, I don't think it should cost over $100 to get a little thing of Tamiflu. I feel like it probably costs them about $1.50 to make it. They got to ship it. They got to pay some taxes on some stupid regulations. But then they also got to pay that one dude that knows that they fuck kids and pay this other dude that knows that they're cheating on their wife and pay this other dude that voted for the thing that makes it where they can keep charging people too much. And I would assume that's where the problem lies. Yep. Okay. So what I'm saying is Andrew for president, 2020. I'm not even old enough to run for president yet. And if if anybody hired me for that job, you want to know what I would actually do? I would buy a tiger. (laughs) (laughs) But I would make that tiger happy as fuck. I would use, I assume the White House has a pretty big backyard, right? I'd be like, all right, we need the biggest fucking tiger cage ever. And then I would start a ranch of deer for the tigers to eat. And I would let them eat like once every couple weeks. I would have one tiger and that motherfucker would just, well, I'd have two because he needs to fuck. So there'd be two tigers and the motherfucking dude would go mark these deers. And I would just make it a TV show. And that would, and then I would probably do a lot of tattoos in the White House and smoke weed. Andrew I mean, for president. I think it'd be cool. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you think I'd do any worse than anybody else? No. Let's no, go I over I think it. it's hard to do worse than them because they all it's, get caught up in something. Yeah, but it's an impossible job, too. And it's like when the power goes to your head and you just get weird, you just get weird. Yeah. But, okay, let's say you're elected president and it's not during the COVID-19 situation. What's the first thing you do? Hookers? Cocaine? Both. Hookers and cocaine. <laughs> Do you remember that that video of the the guy that was on the um, oh fuck it was he was he won the lottery and that was like a news thing about the lottery and they were they went up to him and he's like they said oh you won X amount of money what are you gonna do with it and he goes I'm buy a shitload of fucking cocaine and get some hookers and he was dead serious like that's all he was gonna do and the lady was like okay and back to you do you have you seen that uh-uh. oh. Well, shit. I live under a rock. You talk a lot usually, and I don't know how to make you talk today. I'm just, I'm doing all the talking. You're making me work here. Come on, uh, man. I talk. Come, come on. It's a lack of nicotine here. Uh, you <laughs> smoked right before you came in here. That's another thing. If you were on our fucking thing, you'd be paying like $40 a month because you'd be smoking cigarettes. You'd be jacking off on top of semi-trucks. You'd doing wild that's, that's only on Wednesdays now. I've gotten that habit down. Okay. So have you ever done it when the semi-truck's parked? Instead of moving, no, no. you should try it. Moving's the best. So I get get that. Is it the air? Yeah. Have you ever jacked off while you're riding your motorcycle? No. (laughs) That would be a little complicated. Not really. So here's how you do it. Hypothetically, if you wanted to jack off on a motorcycle, you get you know those. It's like cruise control for a cruiser. It's like a it's a the throttle control that has a lock on it, which is the worst idea (laughs) we ever fucking had. I don't know how that's not illegal. People are scared of self-driving cars. They'll ride a motorcycle with cruise control. Yeah. And those, like, cruising pegs. It's not called cruise control. I forget what it's called, but it's a lock for your throttle. So you put it in sixth, and you put that lock when you're going, like, 40. All right? So far, you're with me, right? I'm with you. Okay. You hold the center, not one side. You hold the center with your left hand. 
and you start jerking it. And then if anything goes crazy, use both hands to catch it. Because the problem is you start jerking it while you're holding one side, you'll start pulling on that side because you get that lean on it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people, I said I didn't want to do video. I feel like for that, it'd be cool if we had video all the time. Yeah. But yeah, you can do it. And the other thing is you can also just do the thing where you put your hand down on top of your dick and you just slide <laughs> and those vibrations will speed it up. So you'll be good to go, man. Uh, what else, what other advice do you need on how to jack off in different places? Don't get caught. No, I'm saying what, like, what do you want me to help you do? I just taught you how to jack off on a motorcycle. In a Lamborghini. First, you're going to need to get a Lamborghini. <laughs> That's going to be the hardest part of that. No, Lamborghini prides themselves on being nice to everybody. They've got videos of, like, people dressing up to be homeless and walking into the Lamborghini dealership. Really? And they're nice as hell to them. See, that's the thing, like, I give Post Malone all the credit for this, but Rolex stores in the last three or four years have changed a lot. If you go in a Rolex authorized dealer, sometimes it's just a normal jewelry store, and when you're in the normal jewelry section, they're going to they're gonna assume they got something in your price range. Like, even high-end jewelry stores normally have something for two or $300. Depends on the time of year you go. If you go in tax season, they, they're ready to take your money. Let's say it's July. You go into a jewelry store, you dress the way I dress, you bring the kids with you, they're going to be like, eh. You go into a Rolex store, doesn't matter what you do. Now they're like super fucking friendly, but they stopped hiring people that know about the watches and started hiring people that will listen. <laughs> and uh, the customer service is always good. But I like to, I don't experiment as much as I want to with this, but anytime I can go in the same store twice in a day, I like to, to see if I can get treated two different ways. Take my watch off, put it in my pocket, see if they treat me different. It used to be that if you're wearing a nice watch, they treat you good, no matter how you're dressed. Now it's they treat everybody pretty decent, and they treat you a little better if you're wearing a nice watch. But like if you went in there like dressed like this, like a little bit of paint on your clothes, but before you do that, we go roll you around in the dirt, and you had a cigarette behind your ear, and like what's something else that makes you look just a little affliction shirt? What you got on right now is it affliction? Fuck you. Is it really? <laughs> Damn. All right. So you got the affliction shirt. You put a cigarette behind your ear. You go in the Rolex store. No watch on. They're not even going to, like, previously, they wouldn't even try to sell you a watch. Now, they assume you're rich as fuck because Post Malone goes in there. And he's like, all right, I'll take 17 of these. I got to get one for me and one for all my homies. And he looks like a fucking homeless person. So thank you, Post Malone. This is the hardest podcast I've ever done. I don't know how to make you talk. I told you it was going to be hard. Am I, is, am I supposed to work for it? <laughs> All right. No, I just told you I wasn't going to be good at this. Uh, well, you would be good at it if you didn't have that mindset. PMA, man. Positive mental ass attitude. <laughs> Positive mental attitude, not asshole. Um, okay. Well, here we are. What What's your next plan in, in your making money life? What do you want to do next? Oh, you've, no. you've already installed cable. Yep. You sold chicken. Yep. Might go sell Pepsi. Pepsi would be cool. Would you sell it or just put it on the shelf? I feel like putting it on the shelf is easier. Yeah. I'd rather, the, I'd rather the, the job. Do you have a CDL? Nope. You want to get one? Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> can you can we, can we you go to Truckee School right now or is that closed? No, I just assume it was closed. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, dude, what if they change it to where instead of having an instructor in the car, they're like, well, due to social distancing, you're just going to have to figure this shit out. And they're just like FaceTiming you while you're yeah. trying to shift. Oh, that would be wild. I was looking at RVs this morning. 
because I was going to buy one with my stimulus check. <laughs> Turns out they're like 90 grand. No, uh, for real though, I was, I was looking at RVs because I was trying to, I have a friend that's interested in one and I was like, I'll help you out, fam. We're going to talk about this together. <laughs> but they have some that are like legitimate semi-truck cabs with, it looks like the biggest toy hauler ever. One of them had a fucking stripper pole in it. And I was like, damn, I could get that. I got to learn to drive a semi-truck. Can I drive that without a CDL though, since it's mine? Yes. But I have to learn to drive a semi-truck. Yes. How hard is that? It's not that hard. They're well, really they're really just like a standard. They just have a range selector. What's that mean? It's where you flip it to go into higher gears. So it's like a four-wheel drive. Oh, it's like driving an old four-wheel drive Jeep and going from four-wheel drive back to regular a lot. Kind of. But you don't have to stop. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> okay. to stop. And you, if, depending on how old we're talking, you don't have to get out and unlock and yeah, lock wheels. Yeah, you don't have okay. to lock hubs. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So that's my next move. Can you buy me an RV? Uh, <coughs> might take me a little while, but okay. We'll so you said you said you used a big ass tax company to get your tax return instead of direct deposit. So that's where your twelve hundred's going. Yeah. How was the well, process I have like? To get it, I have to go in. Instead of it going to like the little emerald card they give. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go and get all my information from them again and come back, and that's then I stupid. can put everything in. That's stupid, stupid. It happens. Uh, let me go to my notes and find shit to talk about because you're ridiculous. I've never had anybody harder to make talk. You, if you watch that fucking documentary, you'd be all over that shit. See? Um, somebody shouldn't have got somebody so high. I didn't do it. Oh, wait. I might have had something to do with yeah, that. Yeah, you had a hand in it. I that. had a hand in it. Um, okay. I don't know who this is for. I had direct questions on there. All right. Trump tweets. I don't know. That's fun. Oh, shit. Neil Brennan, a comedian, he has a legitimate bet going with one of his friends. I believe it was Dave Chappelle. Uh, they bet it wasn't enough money to be funny, but if over 100,000 Americans die from coronavirus, he wins money. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just reading through dumb shit I have on my oh, phone. Oh, God. I think we're going to have to have the shortest podcast ever and just complain about it. I don't know, man. Maybe. Dude, this is why we should have went live. Take fucking recommendations. See. You know what we could do? We could go live and take recommendations. Or I could show you my next uh, thing I'm going to try to do to make a little bit of what we call passive income. And we could just end this bitch. Go live or end it. End it. End it? End it. You hate this, don't you? No, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's fun. Right. I have a good time. All right. I need a cigarette, though. Sorry it took forever <laughs> to... Oh, sorry that everything sucks because Tyler sucks. I do. I'm he sorry. doesn't really suck. He's just shy. You guys have a wonderful day.